Welcome to Discovering the Mystic Within. Come on a journey with me to learn how ordinary men and women are bringing the extraordinary into their lives. Using breathwork and meditation, they are healing, transforming and upgrading their reality. It's time to unfold into the unknown and let the vibration of the mystic flow through you. I'm Alana from Open to Consciousness and I invite you to meet the mystic within. Are you ready to delve deep into your heart space? My guest today is Katie Kempster, a spiritual seeker and cosmic doula from harmonic hypnobirthing. Her journey into the mystical began through her sacred heart space. She was called to take the time to connect, explore and heal her beautiful heart. Using divine imagery, she was able to enter the deepest realms, cracking it wide open and allowing her direct access to her highest self. This experience with Katie will offer you a way to journey into the fourth center of your heart and through it into the divine. Hello, Katie. Welcome to The Mystic Within. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Alana. I'm so pleased to be here with you this morning to have this conversation. I know. It's such an amazing topic. In fact, it must be my favorite topic in the whole world to talk about the mystical. And I've known you for a while and I know that you have been deeply involved with the mystical for such a long time. Can you tell me a little bit about when it began for you, how long ago and how it's been? Sure. Well, I would probably say that yeah, being pregnant with my kids was really that activation set point for me as far as really tuning into my higher self and, you know, the wisdom of my energy bodies. And so being pregnant just brought a whole new world of exploration of consciousness, as kids often do, with their codes. And so really when I was pregnant with my first son, Reggie, who's now 12 and a half, I would say to you that would be when I first started to really recognise that there was just a, a far greater universal wisdom out there that was available to me. And how and did that come around? Was it like just a spontaneous moment or was it? did it creep up on you? Do you remember well, the... I, th- I think it actually really, again, crediting it back to the kids, it began when I wanted to bring in this new little soul to be their mother. And so, you know, my husband and I did some conscious birth preparation, both on the 3D level and on the energetic level. And so already I was being guided to kind of connect with the soul of this little baby that I didn't really know who he was going to be. And so through that connection, before I fell pregnant and then absolutely during my pregnancy, I was just drawn more and more to stillness and meditation. And, you know, that's where it really all began, where I just started opening up and, you know, just that visceral feeling when you begin to tune into your energy bodies and and how you notice how much is actually running through you, within you and all around you and how much more that you can connect to that and anchor that and expand that. So absolutely in pregnancy and then, you know, even in talking about Reggie, I did an amazing fire circle. It was the first fire circle I'd ever done and I was like 36 weeks pregnant. 
just about to turn 36 weeks pregnant and I did this fire circle with this amazing group of people that I had been meditating with as well. Can you describe what a fire circle is? So it was, it's like a ritual where, you know, we were, you know, guided to like quite simple and and a lot of people do fire rituals now, but it was about just letting go of something that we no, no longer was serving us and, you know, moving moving into what we really did want to bring into our into our being and so I did this stomping great fire circle with these amazing other beings and the next day is when I woke up and my waters broke at 36 weeks so it was almost like you know and I, powerful. I, yeah and I, I texted my meditation teacher and I said well the fire circle was pretty good because I'm actually gonna have, meet my baby now four weeks early better than so courage yeah, and that was like, for me, it was like another confirmation about how powerful moving energy really is. And, you know, I believe that everything has divine timing, even children that come early and late. So, yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, absolutely. Kids activated my path. And then based on all the beautiful experiences I had in pregnancy and through my birthing experiences, I just continued to become even more still and to really learn about my energy centers and learn about the the availability of energy from within the earth and especially from the cosmos i probably spent too many years right away in the cosmos without being very grounded like a lot of people do when they tell me about that experience you know when you first and i can really connect in with this because that was my experience as well when i first discovered the divine within me and all around me it was my all. It became everything to me. I wanted to be in that space continuously. And it was, it was just so powerful, the draw towards it. Did you experience yeah. that when it, when it came through you? Absolutely. Because again, you know, getting back to how powerful you feel it within you, your, not only your energetic bodies and your etheric bodies, uh, but within your whole physical being. So it, it, it's kind of like it activates all that those dopamine centers, doesn't it? You have a beautiful ecstatic, ecstatic um, meditation experience and you want to be able to access that again. And that's why, you know, a lot of people that are worried about getting into meditation, you know, you once they, you know, understand that when they're still and they can experience all these beautiful visceral benefits, they'll never give it up again. <laughs> And that's what, I, that's what I felt like. I just felt like once I was really, really could move energy within and around my body and, you know, opened up to these higher aspects of myself and it was really opening up to the higher aspects of myself that allowed me to really access my mystic within mm-hmm. and, you know, the mystic, mystical beings and masters and angels and, and, you know, everything that's available to you when you are doing that beautiful work with yourself. So when you access the higher parts of yourself, is it, yep. is it like a gateway, do you feel, to just other experiences of consciousness that can come through through you, through that, that piece of who you, who you truly are? Yeah, look, I, like for me, Alana, it's been multifaceted. I think that... It began with the heart and we know that that's the ultimate portal. And so really if I was to have a look at my journey into the mystical, it began with this thorough investigation and exploration of the fields of my heart and the chambers of my heart and, you know, creating the sacred 
sacred spaces within my heart and integrating the masculine and the feminine of my heart. And when I really did that, that was that gateway to take me up into those higher centres. So I, I believe that it, it always starts there. Mm. But yes, in, in terms of those higher aspects of self, once you've really opened up your heart and especially the higher heart realms, then that feed will, for me, fed right into me being able to have that first contact with what I would call my higher self. And, you know, I'll never forget the first meditation where I felt like I actually connected with my higher self and knowing that I was going to have this chat to you, I reconnected with the memory yesterday. Oh, and I'd love to share that. <laughs> the memory of, and, and I had been working in group consciousness, so I did have a meditation teacher and I was doing meditations online with other people, but we were really working with the field of the heart and we were working with, you know, trying to develop this connection with our higher selves and... I had a distinct meditation where it was like I, I bumped into the energy of my higher self. So it's like I felt my higher self and it was, you know, typically just right above my crown. And then what happened when I connected with my higher self for the first time, it was like a, a sensation of like a, a warm dripping oil is what I would describe it. Yes. And it was like once we ran into each other, and, you know, my intention was obviously to merge with, with my higher self or a part of my higher self. At that time, I didn't recognise that the higher self is actually a massive arc of a lot of different aspects. At that time, I thought it was just one being. <laughs> but then I came to know it was much more than that. But when I first connected, it was just like this beautiful communion and then this, this kind of collision in the etheric and then this it was like I had warm oil anointing me and dripping down my entire head and my body and then from then on in I you know obviously I fostered that connection more and so I could recognize that higher self and know when you know truth was coming through me or when higher wisdom was coming through me based on having that really visceral feeling but over time that kind of fully merged and it wasn't so distinct either. So Can I ask I, I, about that? Yeah. When you felt yeah. after that incredibly divine experience of feeling the oil running over you and dripping through you, then out in the world, would you sense that sensation when you were connecting yes. into that space with you for a yes. period? How powerful. So Definitely. that's like a for you. Oh, complete radar. I've got absolute goosebumps just confirming that with you now as well Me too. so yeah it, it was a real discernment radar and you know every time that you know perhaps I was in a social situation or a work situation where I was called upon to you know really speak into my heart's truth and you know honestly part of this whole process was coming into that as a human, you know, understanding that there were so much, so many parts of me that were repressed and not in truth and, you know, getting back to opening this field of your heart, well, to get to those higher centres, you've got to also open the field of your your throat and yes. so that, you know, if everything that's not in truth needs to become in truth and so, you know, a lot of work went through from the higher heart through the throat to up into these centres and then, you know, as we were saying, every time that I did communicate from this higher part of myself, yes, I was confirmed with this beautiful, visceral, melting feeling of my higher self letting me know that, you know, that I was merging. And, you know, after working with my higher self in the form that I knew that to be at the time, 
that proved to be that bigger gateway to the mystic within me and also to that access to you know other beings that were going to become part of my story which did become part of my story and still do so it's so powerful because what I'm hearing is you created a feedback loop, like open the heart, come yep. through the throat and speaking your truth, connecting yep. up into the divinity. But then the divinity is bringing the messages back through you and anchoring the messages in you and enlivening those centers at the same time. So you're just, you're just living in that feedback of divinity as, you, as, you, as you're moving through the world. And that's heavenly, heaven on earth, right? It's so powerful. Heavenly. Absolutely. Yeah, really so powerful. And so from that point of view, if someone's really wanting to connect in with their heart center, because I think that's what I'm really hearing is a core piece of this work. Yeah. Where would you find, where do you feel like you begin in that process? What is the, the connection point that you, or the imagery or the imagination or the the sensation that you bring to that space if that space hasn't been enlivened yet? That's such a beautiful question. And, you know, having meditated with me, you know that I'm very visual when I have my journeys. Mm. And so for me, it was literally using my imagination in the beginning as I became aware of my heart. And what I developed is like my own building within my heart. <laughs> so. Amazing. What I did is I would take my awareness to my heart and I had these little steps and this old-fashioned lamp outside my heart and I would go up to the, my heart in my meditations in these steps and sort of gently tap on my heart door and walk through to the field of my heart. And then in the beginning, I just had a couple of rooms in my heart and then to the point now where I have a whole complex in my heart. So I had a, a beautiful higher heart room. I had a violet flame room. I had a ceremony space. I had a voidal space where I could go and just swim out into the void. I had oh. like a, a keynote, like in Mexico, where I would go down steps and swim in the keynote of my heart. <laughs> and so, so depending on what I was felt inclined to do within my heart, I would go to a certain places, but there was, you know, a beautiful room where that was my room to meet those aspects of myself that I needed to connect with and integrate with. So lots of shadow work that went in my heart as well. And so I would say to anyone, get to know your heart. And if you need to use your imagination and create these spaces, do it. Because what I found then, the more that I did that is that I wouldn't even have to mentally plan where I was going to go into my heart. I would just go into breath and meditation and I'd end up at whatever part of my heart that I needed to be for that particular connection or meditation and so I even had a beautiful waterfall room which was at my higher heart so more up near my thymus and I could go up to the waterfall room and I could sit with the on the waterfall swinging my legs like a child and feel kind of all my higher heart desires flow in through the waterfall and then trickle down through my heart <laughs> Really special. Oh, goodness. So, so special. So magical. So that was years that I did that. And, and, you know, honestly, I don't do as much actually within my heart rooms now as I did in the past, but I needed to do that and I needed to have all of that healing happen in there. That is the place where, you know, I believe that you do your greatest work with your 
your inner child and greatest work with your shadow aspects. Um, yeah, could we touch know, on that just I, a little yeah. around when a shadow aspect comes through into your heart space, how do you hold that space or care for that experience within the heart space when a shadow aspect arises? I think, you know, a, a lot of them for me were around memories, you know, the flaring of parts of myself that I'd cut compartmentalised and, and kept in those places. And so in really wanting to look at them, bringing them into these special places within my heart and actually rather than you know just forgiving and, and loving the shadow aspect I kind of learned how to relive the experience within this sanctity and safety of my heart and almost like a gestalt experience drop down now what do you feel now what do you feel and I completely can relate to that when you relive the experience so that the vibration that is in your experience begins to come through in a different way because you're reliving it in a different realm of experience. And that is just so powerful and such a gift. And Katie, I just am so grateful for the time that we've had together and so grateful to hear about this heart space that is alive within you and powerfully there within you. And I want to honour within you the mystic within. So can you begin to imagine your heart as a kingdom of your own creation? Can you use your imagination to create heart spaces for your own healing, upgrading, receiving divine intelligence and loving more of who you are? I invite you to take a moment to sink into your heart's intelligence and feel the remarkable potential of living from your heart. And knowing if any shadow or painful aspects arise, you can relive them from the experience of the sacred heart. Drop into your heart now and be guided by it to live your highest potential. And finally, thank you for taking the time to share in these powerful, transformational moments. If you'd like to join our community, visit the Mystic Within Facebook page. And if you'd like to directly receive these downloads, be sure to subscribe. Until next time, may your reality reflect the magic within you.